and occasional murder attempts over the past two years. I'm genuinely all in for thankfully, this. I, I want to hear more. Thankfully, they've only been attempts, not successes. Well, you know what? Some of them have been pretty good attempts. <laughs> I mean, I seem to recall getting woken but up. did you die? You, you know, and you're real close. You know, but you keep, did you die? Well, I mean, technically not, but a number of our companions died. I remember some pirates that were like, hey, we got some NPCs, and they didn't survive the fucking night. Yeah, we're going to have your reindeer. <laughs> you know Hitler and Stalin. <laughs> Holy wait, what? <laughs> Just a minute. <laughs> I can't wait for the time where I'm like shit faced somewhere and can't get a ride, and I call Gavin. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm so disappointed in you, young man. <laughs> what, what are you going to make something of your life, for God's sakes? You can't keep doing this at all. I learned it from your dad. <laughs> Get inside. <laughs> Get in the fucking car. You know we're recording tomorrow, you piece of shit. I'm not so much mad. I'm just disappointed. This is the Adventurer's Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventurersvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open The Adventurer's Vault. All right, welcome back, Vault Dwellers. It's finally here. It's the end is coming. 2020 is almost over. The end is nigh. The end. The end is Bill Nye. I don't, repent. I don't. Repent. <laughs> I know this has probably been a difficult year for everybody, and I know many of us here are around our little podcast table. It's kind of been the same case for us. We've been dealing with a lot of the things that you guys have. I know some of us have been fairly fortunate, but uh, it's been a rough year. So hopefully, you know, maybe maybe our little humble podcast here has helped you out in some small way. But the year is coming to a close, and I thought maybe we'd take a few minutes to, to kind of look back and reflect over uh, an, another year of podcasting for us. Let's start with grievances. Ethan, you piece of shit. <laughs> no. Boy, let's... I let's God pile on. I got a lot of problems with you people, Ethan, and you're all going to hear about them. You prima donna backstage motherfucker. I cut swear the mic, to cut God. The mic. First, the airing of grievances. Then the test of strength. <laughs> oh, feats of strength. Is that uh, it? Yeah, major test of strength. Von Medoa-Strine. I don't believe that's Robert's rules of order. I, 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 I'm, I'm reading this. It's, uh, it's uh, George's dad. Rules of former Festivus for the rest of us. Festivus for the rest of us, yeah. Uh, you know, so one of the things that we always kind of forget to do is, because obviously we all have a lot of interests in the in the kind of geek world and the geek sphere that's out there, and there's a lot of things that we're into, uh, a lot of people along the way that, uh, you know, we, we kind of want to mention, and we just keep forgetting uh, to find a good time to do it. So I thought maybe we would we would do that. Does anybody have any good shout-outs you want to give? Shout-out to me? Bringing talent? No, sorry. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we have a lot of. Uh, I think a lot of us have friends we've kind of co-opted or friends. Um, so coerced. Like, it's pronounced coerced. Coerced. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tend to get a gun and make people do things like holiday specials. Mm. Um, so shout out to like Stephen and Tara. They've been they've been good friends. Now Tara is the she's the artist, right? Yes, she's the one who's done several pieces of art for us. No, um, um, like that's all legit. So great artwork. It is. Yeah, no, she's we, a great we, artist. We keep trying to find ways to give her money. We should give her more money. Um, I'm, I know when my story arc drops, 
I'm going to get some more work done. Well, uh, you know, when we're big and famous, we'll make sure to reference her all the time. So <laughs> yeah. she can get some. I, I try to give her Instagram and shit, but, uh, you know, shout outs. So let her draw the cover illustration for our first book mm-hmm. when the fans demand it. I, exactly. Yeah. I told yeah. her, though, if she was relying on us to get famous, she's probably in. <laughs> she's she's her, back she's, on the wrong horse. It's her yeah. wagon to a star, hasn't yeah. she? <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> we're hoping she can boost our profile. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, shit, no shit. <laughs> uh, you know, shout out to my good friends Kate and Reese, um, who listen. You know, this this has been a this was a hard year for me for various reasons. Um, you know, and and even outside this uh, podcast network, there have been people who have um, helped me get out of situations that were. Wow, that makes it sound like I got in trouble. Prison, with- Brad, <laughs> okay, so Brad killed a dude. And, breaking um, the law. Breaking and the law. that's not that bad, but the fact he worked for the Mexican cartel. Yeah, yes. I mean, Gosh. He shaked him in the prison cell. That was a real humdinger. Real awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's hard to get a good alibi these days. So, so uh, that, that was, man, that took a couple of months to clear up, but boy, howdy. I'm, I'm just glad they let you record while you're in there. I, you know, slipped a little mic in the window. Yeah, shout out to my, uh, shout out to my prison gang, Los Rojos Años. Red <laughs> Spiders. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. <laughs> well, we were wondering what the tattoo was all about. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's certain things you got to do to buy in. Yeah, uh, we thought neck tattoo was a little bold, but hey. Uh, okay, well, you know, life imitates art. <laughs> or art imitates life. Yes, it's one of those. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, all of the above. We got bored at work. Like, we should have a gang name. <laughs> what would sound cool? It's like, it should be like a, like something like an animal, like red spider. Like, That's not very cool, but it's got to be in Spanish. Oh, there you go. Like, oh, that cool. yeah. Google that shit real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I know we've heard some of them, uh, some of the episodes out there. We definitely want to shout out to all of our friends that came in for the mini art. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Give you know. uh, props to Nick and Doug. Yeah, uh, for the Father Becker one, which out. will be coming up soon. Jake, yeah, yeah. Adam. Which we'll talk a little more about Jake and Adam here in a bit, since they're not here. <laughs> uh, now's a good time to talk about them behind their back. Actually, on that same note, I'd like to uh, thank my uh, my fellow podcasters, who also we guest starred with uh, different characters and stuff in each other's uh, 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 story arcs there, the side story arcs. And uh, so thanks for pitching in and helping out with that. I think by the time this drops, we've had a little bit of Father... Uh, Beckers, right? Well, we have. I uh, think, no, the, or, it, I, I don't think we'll start, start immediately after this. Am, oh, folks! So I'm really excited. Build for that the to drop. anticipation for that, man. Let me tell you, we had some fun characters for that. That was a good time. That, that was that was really great. That was that was a solid lot of fun. You know, on that same vein, I do want to drop a shout out to another podcast run by a friend of ours. Uh, it's called the Gothic Podcast. Yeah, um, you know, it's a it's a fellow who used to game with us here in Springfield. He he moved on out into hippie land, or what? You know, what are we to the we, left coast? Yes, to the left coast. <laughs> um, yeah. That angers me in so many different ways. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but he, you know he's a great guy, and the, he you know he's running a, a different different feel. He loves his his gothic horror, which I mean, he, he named the podcast the Gothic. Uh, but if you're into that 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 feel, man, they just nail it. Uh, he's got some good people he's over there working with. I hear, however, this for this next season, he's got a guest star that is terrible. Yeah, it's probably awful. He's I awful. Think, yeah. I, I would I would not listen to that guy. I, I just need to give a uh, give a, a, a plug to that guy. Patrick is a, is an amazing storyteller. Uh, he is he's both an author. I mean, he writes uh, you know stories and novels and such. Uh, and in addition, um, I, I mean, gosh, I uh, played um, games with him uh, as the judge or DM um, <clears throat> for getting to be thirty years now. And and uh, uh, he's just fantastic. And and so you know, genuinely. Uh, very creative and uh, just great stories that come out of his games. Like he may win for all the people I know that a game. Uh, he may win the award for having the most simultaneous games he's a part of. 
he is all in prolific. And he, yeah. Yes, he, man, he's all so. over the place, uh, different things, and that's uh, man. I I have a hard time keeping up with just yeah. this. I, I don't know how he does it. You know, speaking of plausible deniability, I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to my my buddy Ben's podcast, Plausible Deniability. Um, it's a, <laughs> oh, really? It's a, yeah, clever how you worked that in there. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. It's a it's a Star Wars uh, live RPG game. Uh, so they they have a good time. It, it's that's a fun cool. listen. I know that me and Brad use the app a lot. I don't know if Sean or the rest of you do as well, but uh, we use Path Builder. Yes, please. A lot. Yes, yeah. preach. Absolute lot. And so we like to get a shout out to um, Path Builder and its creator because we have used that so, so much and it is mm-hmm. so incredibly helpful. I wouldn't even play this crap game without Path Builder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that guy is like a modern day superhero. Like I'm the only person here that doesn't use Path Builder, um, and I know it's fucking great, and I know that guy puts in so much work for real nothing other than just to make certain it's available to the community. And like, damn, dude. Gavin, I think that's a great uh, shout out to give. I, I actually did not use. I I, I use. Uh, I'm an Android guy, by the way, and use uh, Path Builder. And <clears throat> I previously in previous editions of of this game did not. Um, I always use pen and pa- pencil and paper because. I felt I understood it better. You're you're a bit of a boomer. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> if I have to build it step by step by hand, I feel I can I know my character better, but I, I can tell you that that interface was so uh user-friendly and 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 intuitive and um especially as I was learning the rules of 2.0, which many would argue Sean you really haven't learned the rules of 2.0 <laughs> yeah. that bad. Wait, wait, there's but, a Star Builder app? Yeah, did you, you know, know that? that? No. <laughs> Dude, we all so we the, used it to build our characters. No, I used um, Hero Lab online. That was the one thing I had it for. Huh? Jesus the, Christ! Yeah, no, me. <laughs> I used it. I'm pretty sure one or two other people at our our home game used that. Fuck! Oh, God damn it! <laughs> anyway, David Wilson is the app creator. Um, yeah, okay. His name, yeah. And, 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 I mean, he's a public. It's on the app, so I assume right. that's not that. Uh, we would love to get in touch with David. Maybe yeah, like do a little I, interview or something. Sometime. Oh, absolutely! Like, d- dude, you are you are a hero to so many. Mm-hmm. I I I, I want to say an unsung hero, but we're gonna sing your praises. I, I would chill for free things, but he already gave the product away free. Yeah, I mean, so, come on, man. I assume one can buy a sponsorship. But you, you know, know how, you can like, pay for it, right? You know, like how Moses like split the red. I'm gonna have to do that. And mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, I'm Moses gonna do that. For us. He's that powerful. There's a couple upgrades you can buy the app. They're like, it's like yeah. four or five bucks. I was gonna say, I don't know why I haven't already. Um, I'm remiss yeah. for not having I, done it, but yeah. I'm going to. Star Builder's no like five ninety nine. I paid like I don't know, forty bucks for like six <laughs> months of Hero yeah. Lab for for Starfinder. And and also shout out to whoever at Paizo is looking the other way. Yo, thank God. Yeah, because like, yeah. Don't thank you for not being dicks about that because this helps your game so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like we're not buying Paizo products still. Mm-hmm. It's just that being able to reference it just in this handy app and, well, and, and being even able to build. And, you know, even for us, I know we put up a few pictures, but we try to do the podcast in a small space. You know, we really find that having that closeness really kind of keeps us focused. Uh, you're not getting distracted as much. So because of that, you know, you have to use smaller surfaces. So, you know, we're looking stuff up on our phones, uh, you know, having a lot of that things, uh, you know, available at our fingertips there. And Path Builder makes so much of that possible. A lot, a lot of people aren't aware. We're actually sitting on Rich's lap right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I know, I know for me, like, I love coming up with character concepts, but I'm not always ready to, like, dig across six, seven books to try to find the perfect combo of things where an app like this makes it possible. Oh, um, for a guy like me who is, you know, Rich always comes up with like high, high technical character concepts. And I'm like, I'm an elf and there's <laughs> boats 
<laughs> and I stab things. And how do I make that work with an app? Oh, look, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and part of what I love about it, too, is because I like uh, spellcasters a fair bit. And with, like, Asherian, because I'm the massive list of spells they have to be looking at. I love Pathbuilder because they have the short little description that tells you enough about the spell to know what you're getting into and yeah. gives you all the information that you need. And because it's got the, like, baked-in spell book in the app, that is just so incredibly helpful to be able to just be like, oh, hey, I forgot what this spell does. Let me just look exactly what it says. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm terrible at, like, crunching numbers. Mm -hmm. So then it auto-compiling all that is ugh, so yeah. nice. Thank you, Mr. David Wilson. Huge quality of life there. Please get with us at Twitter or Instagram and let's let's schedule something out. If you're not so busy working on your apps. Yeah, then, if you're yeah. not if you're not busy being successful, unlike us. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, self burn. Uh, we're always shooting up at the podcast because we can't go any lower. We're doing what? We're sh shooting up. Oh, shooting up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, you know. like a star. No, like, yes. oh, that, they that, shoot up too. That too. <laughs> Rest in peace, Chris Farley. Um, not like a high Jesus. school. <laughs> too soon. A bummer. Yeah, I'll actually I'll give a shout out to the Roll20 folks. Um, I, I One thing that's happened, especially uh, during this pandemic, is um, I've, I've ended up playing a, a lot of role-playing games online. Well, it just would not be possible to do without Roll20. That's a solid product. It's worthy of people checking out. And by the way, if you're into if you're into Pathfinder and organized society, Pathfinder play, uh, Pathfinder Society 2.0, a lot of good games getting on there getting run by good judges. Um, in fact, my, our friend Nick, who um, will be guest starring in this podcast at some point in the near future, who runs a, a really great um, every other week uh, Pathfinder Society game on there. And we use Roll20 for it, and it's intuitive and easy to do, and there's a lot of uh, support for um, uh, for Pathfinder 2.0 on it. Given that 2020 was such a dumpster fire of a year, I would go so far as to say that like people being able to use these tools to keep gaming online probably, I mean, might have saved lives. Oh, th this was I, the year for it. it. Like, the, I believe the, it. You know, the, the, all of those uh, different, what do they call them, uh, tabletops? Because you know, there's a couple of different ones out there, and, uh, uh, you know, everybody has their opinion which one's better. But, uh, you know, the, I think there's some really good products nowadays, and th they kind of struggled to find their place, I think, in the gaming world because it is such a social uh, situation. But this really kind of pushed everything to go there. Not only that, but then everybody's like, well, I need to get, uh, you know, a, a camera and a microphone for my work stuff anyway. So now suddenly you have all the gaming material that you need. The, this went from like, this is a neat concept to this is a must have. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I don't have a lot of hobbies, to be honest. So if like gaming got cut out, I wouldn't have a lot to do. It could be, it'd be hard. I mean, yeah. mm -hmm. I think we've all had our down times during this uh, pandemic and, and being able to connect with people uh, electronically has, has made a real difference. I, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I, gaming keeps me sane. I, I was laughing because I think we definitely, sane. we text no. each other more this year than we have in the past. Uh -huh. And I think it's because, you know, we haven't been able to see each other anywhere yeah. near as much. Um, so some of our text threads have been fairly active this year. Gaming keeps me out of prison. How about that? Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, <laughs> Except for that one. The you out of the games. Well, Except for the Mexican prison. Listen, there was a lot of extenuating circumstances. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> God dang it, Ethan. Hard Shout situation. Shout out to the uh, Del, Del Tiago cartel. 
I hope that's not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> so they give us a shout out back, and we're like, oh, fuck, they're real. Well, we are owned men, but we're made men. <laughs> Ventures Vault is the official podcast of the Mexican drug cartel. Well, that's all I got. That one's not going to be cut. Nope. Rojas Años. I might also mention uh, just a, a final, you know, we were talking about, and Brad, you mentioned, you know, campaigns, the games that have kept me sane, kept us sane. I absolutely agree. A similar thing here. Uh, our good buddy Liam, who also mm-hmm. moved out uh, to places to the West. You know, there's an ongoing theme here with our, yeah. good, our good friends and good j- judges and DMs. Would you moved. call it the left coast? Yeah, the yeah, left coast. Left yeah, exactly. You know. Also, Springfield is never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. Well, you know, yeah. we didn't say they made bad decisions. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. I, not that, you know, good, good for you guys. I, don't, I don't blame you. But anyway, uh, Liam has been running a long going, like well over two years now, uh, fifth edition uh, campaign, homebrew campaign. And it's wonderful. And, and Liam is another guy. Uh, who uh, loves to get into the history and come up with new ideas and stuff. And uh, he's got a, a, a great campaign where it's like, you know, kind of a similar, um, you know, I'm not similar, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, the characters are learning about a problem, an eventual threat that could, you know, the entire world could be in danger. But you know what, I, what I, one thing I love about uh, Liam, besides just in general, wonderful creativity and super in-depth, I mean, there are so many plots going on that we can hardly... We can hardly focus on one without having to deal with the repercussions of not having focused on two others. So it's this big multi-layered campaign, and there's a healthy dose of great old ones and Cthulhu and all that kind of stuff as part of it. So, oh, um, well, yeah, fuck, so, fuck this game. so it's, a, it's a horror, uh, you know, horror fantasy. Guys, guys, thing. guys, where are you going? Yeah. Guys, come back, come back. Uh, we definitely give a shout out to our number one fan, David. Oh, yeah. no, absolutely, oh, David. Yeah. How do yeah. we how do we get this far and not mention David? Uh, I, I think David's the reason we got this far. Well, and, and yeah. the guy who Could mentioned be. us on the Glass Cannon subreddit. Yeah, some <laughs> rando that uh, they gave us a shout out there. You the man. You the I man. Thank we love you, you, random we, citizen. Yeah, we really would like to know who you are because we don't really get <laughs> love or shout out. So please. There'll be, there'll be no merch. Don't, please. Don't get crazy. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, maybe there would be. I, I, I don't know. know. Maybe I'll take it back. I'll throw that guy a shirt. All right. All right. Hey, let us know. Don't sure. worry. I'm going I'm to track his IP, find where he lives. We'll give him a reach around. Like, I, I need to be careful because I said guy. Like, we don't even know there's a guy. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we have many fans who are of varying gender. So it's all bad on me for just. Just making that assumption, but <laughs> when you track that down, it's going to be like the get, calls coming from inside the house. Get woke, <laughs> yeah. get woke, you cis trash. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm, I'm the old guy that sometimes it's, it's, it's yeah. I don't mean to wrap his brain around it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's funny is that I, I play that character in a game in a in a game right now. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He's the old guy that. Uh, oh yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't, he doesn't he's, he's not. He's not a bad guy, but he's just like these concepts are foreign, so he doesn't know what to mm-hmm. do with them. As the very last thing, I also just want to shout out to all those people that I have forgotten to shout out to, and that <laughs> as soon as this podcast airs, I'm going to feel terrible because I didn't mention somebody. You're like the so. last se- 10 seconds of an Oscar speech. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to thank the Academy, <laughs> um, all the people that were involved in my movie, um, Fat Man 2, Roddy Strikes Back. <laughs> you know, I, I played this year a uh, an awesome game uh, run by a, a, a fan of the podcast, actually, uh, and uh, it's Ken, our good buddy Ken, who moved away at one point, but he's Ken, been running. I miss Ken. Ken's great. Ran our Kingmaker campaign back in the day, uh, and uh, he's running Skull and Shackles uh, for me and some friends online. Ooh. Yeah, we're having a really good time with that, and Ken's the kind of guy who puts in just a ton of work. He's like, yeah, I got the written stuff, 
but let me double the content by just adding my own, you know, take on things and, and just lots of great stuff. So having a, a great time with that. We talk about that Kingmaker campaign, I don't know, six, seven years later. Yeah. How, however long we, we played that shit. I mean, yeah. Ken, Ken is the king of prep. I don't care who you are. Then you're like, I know this guy who preps well. I guarantee he doesn't prep as well as Ken. Absolutely. Ken, Ken is just amazing. Ken does like 16 hours for like one hour of gameplay. Yeah. It's stupid. I mean, it's they, stupid. Yeah, I mean, you get a mini novella in between every play session and it's all it's all gold. That's the thing. You know, it's never the point where you're like, this is excessive. And, you're like, this is just amazing. And he's like, well, they had mass combat rules for the system, but I didn't like them, so I went and found a game from 1968 uh, that deals with the, <laughs> the fall of Stalin and Leningrad that I was going to do. Uh, I'm going to use those systems better, but then I co-opted uh, a few mechanics from this whole separate game. Anyway, I think it's going to turn out really good. <laughs> that that is exactly dead on. Yeah. And uh, you know, the other aspect of that too is that he'll be like, well. You know, in historical context, and he'll talk to you about, you know, medieval Russia and, and you know. Smartest yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Right I, oh, I, yeah. I wish I I wish I could meet this person. Uh, yeah, no. you, you yeah. would love Ken. You, you would love dig it. history. Yeah. Because, um, you know, like, we all go to Gen Con and are like, what are you looking for? I want to do some True Dungeon and play some Pathfinder Society. Ken's like, oh, there's going to be a wonderful debate on, uh, you know, the Battle of Stalingrad uh, that I'm going to get <laughs> Why in Why have you guys not told me about this? Because <laughs> he doesn't live here anymore. You would love Ken. You, yeah. No, not Ken, but the, at the Gen Con. <laughs> 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 there's a whole catalog, you know, of events. It's like, oh my of, god, there's a, lot a whole subsession of that. Yeah, he's and he'll go in and get in and, and he can debate with the best of them, not just in his debating skill, but his knowledge I, of history. A, so. If I ever like was president, mm-hmm. Ken would be on my cabinet mm-hmm. and would probably be running things behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ken's great. And my, so. fe- my fellow Americans, I was talking to Ken and uh, he's got some shit to say. <laughs> Everybody, sit down. He'd be like your head researcher. <laughs> yeah, and beat us out. <laughs> and also the guy that runs the campaign in the White House for you. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, the D&D I, campaign. Yeah, my thought for like an episode was like, f- um, fight Santa Claus? Question mark. <laughs> Steal from movie. Santa has Alaska? Gun. So you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, so President Wayne, I see you have, we have a, you have a new member of your staff. You're like, yeah, he's my campaign manager. Oh, I thought, uh, I thought Gavin was your campaign manager. No, he runs my political campaign. D&D. <laughs> Ken runs all my D&D campaigns for me. <laughs> He's the campaign manager. You know, I'll tell you what's also great is that he's got a new assistant. His granddaughter, Charlie, um, it, it contributes to the campaign. Like she's running NPCs and rolling oh, dice really? and, and making little snarky commentary on what we're doing as we're, <laughs> as we're doing it in Roll20. And she's wonderful. She's can, terrific. Can we get her for the podcast? We, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and not only that, but amazing artwork, too. She's got, she's got a lizard man, because I play a lizard mm-hmm. uh, folk character in this game and she did such a good uh drawing and color and colored it in of the lizard man that i'm like well i i need a good high high definition image of this because i want to use it as a token on roll 20 uh, I mean, so, you know, she's she's wonderful, too, so. I, I've um, always had this idea that if we ever get to go to conventions, like, the thing that we do is get a room and do a recording where we record, like, a live whose podcast is it anyway kind oh, of yeah? thing mm-hmm. with audience participation. Yeah. And, like, Ken is on the top of my list of people I want on stage when we're doing that. Oh, yeah, he'd be great. Actually, I got one more shout-out. Go um, for it. What do you so, got? Our, our speaking of dice, our buddy Boomer is starting up yeah. his own dice company, Troll King Dice. Um, and I believe that's what you find him on Instagram with. Mm-hmm. So we're when he gets up and running, we're hopefully going to work out some stuff with him. I'm going to try to put to I'll put notes up on this one to maybe get some um, you know custom adventurers vault dice. Ah, so, there we go. Yep. So shout shout out to Troll King Dice. What's he going to be making them out of? 
uh, dice stuff. Like resin, or is it like he's carving them, or he's it's I, out of I guess stone or I guess something? he's got molds resin, and resin stuff. or acrylic. I okay. guess yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just meant like what I was trying to say was like plastic or some other stuff. I mean, like, we we have some custom uh, Adventures Vault dice here right now, painted on cookies. Mm. Uh, yeah, they'll we, we'll put those out. The those gram. are yeah, awesome, by the way. Thanks to the mm-hmm. actually, I like your Adventures Vault podcast, wife. Ugly Sweater. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That the other my my wonderful wife made this uh, shirt for me. Shouldn't we give a shout out to to the wife of Richard? <laughs> shout out to our 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 best our best friend, Rich's <laughs> wife, who also probably has saved our ass on the editing standpoint of from the standpoint of like, wow, that really should not be said out loud. <laughs> she, you know, I I can't say enough good things about her. Not only does she almost every time send us with some of her wonderful booze uh, that she makes so well. Uh, you know, like this T-shirt she made for me as a surprise. Uh, even just as she gave it to me this morning, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, she she threw this together. She got the cookies. That was a surprise. We got those last night. She had those made, um, but they're they're amazing. The the lady that makes we, those is fantastic. We literally have a a booze formula for McGinty's that she mm-hmm. came up with, and we drink that from time to time because so, she makes it. So not only just the the encouragement and you know the. Uh, you know, the help that she gives me at home, but the, all the stuff that she helps bring here to, to make all this possible. So there's literally nine bottles of moonshine <laughs> for Christmas gifts for us. And I'm probably going to cry drinking it later. Yeah. You know, the other thing you think about too, is that a, she tolerates Rich's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And B, uh, <laughs> you know, she, that many times as, as these are being edited and when Rich is doing editing, she has to hear this. Yeah. We, she, <laughs> she, we, we share office nonsense. space. Um, so when she's working on her work work, uh, a lot of times I am editing in the same room. Yeah, there's a lot of these, because she's kind of off to the side of me, so we uh, I can't see each other unless we kind of turn, do that half turn thing. But there's many times where I like do the half turn when somebody says something, just to look and see if she gives me the half turn, mm-hmm. and then I know to just start editing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, she gets the raw shit, too. It takes yeah. 13 hours of recording to do one episode. Yeah, we're exhausted. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, that, no, no, yeah, not that bad. <laughs> so, I, you know, honestly, like, like from an editing standpoint, like we're pretty solid. Uh, you, you know, I know you guys get the you know the hour to hour and a half of the episode. That's usually less than two hours of actual recording. Mm-hmm. There's usually only a few lines here and there. Um, you know, maybe some little pieces here, uh, some weeping. Yeah, the crying. Yeah, a lot of crying. Mostly Ethan's lines, mostly. Yeah, we really do. We kept... <laughs> yeah, Ethan goes on and on, and boy, some of the things he, terrible things he says. You know, Sean, I know we, we kind of briefly talked about some uh, other games that you and I had been in on. Whatever whatever else got going on this year, I know the, the podcast isn't the only thing we've been doing. What games you've been playing, what campaigns you've been in. Uh, just kind of give, give everybody an idea of what, what all we're, we're, we're into game-wise. I, well, I know in the coming year, actually... Uh, we we picked up a copy of the Expanse Quick Start. Yeah. So whenever we can finish recording that, we should have about probably like a six episode arc for that. Yeah. No. Hopefully we're going to get that uh, done here pretty soon. We're about halfway done with that. Halfway done. Yeah. It's kind of hard to schedule with the holidays. Yeah. This is always a rough and a plague. Time. <laughs> yeah. I've played a, a couple games this year. I'm starting to play in a uh, Red Markets game, which is a game written by uh, Caleb Stokes from RPPR and the Mix Six. I uh, won an uh, any nominated. Uh, oh wow! Really? It, yeah. Damn. It's it's really good. Maybe cool to run that sometime or get him on yeah. here. Uh, yeah. Surprised didn't give them a shout out. He just did. I just did. <laughs> kind of a shit That's friend. <laughs> <laughs> They're learning edit, what we heard. Edit that knew. out. Caleb's a good dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been uh, starting a Red Markets game. Uh, playing a little Unknown Armies, which is a game 
that I love how insane it is, but I'm very bad at comprehending it. Uh, I've been playing a little Tales from the Loop. Uh, oh, have occasionally. you? Yeah, it's like a one. It's we only ever get to do it like once every like two months. I've got the core uh, over there on the shelf, and I just haven't had the time to, to run it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think I played some Call of Cthulhu this year. Nice. God, I wish I, that for me. Played a, ended up in a fair amount of systems with some online, some online groups. We tend to jump around systems quite a bit. So, Gavin, you've been running Kingmaker this year, haven't you? Yeah. How's that going? Uh, well, interestingly, is it's kind of slowly turned into a uh, well, you know, Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of turned into that one where it's so it has the, a happy ending. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of turned into the. Uh, the heroic party is trying their best. Sometimes their best is good enough. Not every time, though. Well, I think you've got a little bit going on there where, like, these are not old, experienced gamers. These are all your, uh, you know, your friends from school, and many mm-hmm. of them, it's their first games. And so, you know, they, 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 you learn stuff the hard way sometimes. <laughs> They'd be grizzled veterans by the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have already killed, uh, what is that? Four characters? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think Ethan over here holds the record for the uh, most characters he killed that belong to the same person. Um, I got close. I got two. Did you get two? Uh, well, you're. How many? Did you do it back to back sessions? Not quite. There's a one session gap in between. Yeah, uh, but a, du- I, a double tap's pretty impressive. Yeah, a double was, tap uh, is impressive. Now I got a little bit of revenge because I ran <laughs> Fall of Plague Stone, mm-hmm. uh, which we used basically to test new characters because no one ever showed up with the same character twice. <laughs> uh, but at one I point, did. <laughs> That killed you for it. <laughs> yeah. I literally hunted down his character. Like, it was like he went unconscious. And, like, you know, there's a certain level of trust with GMs. Like, you don't attack. <laughs> like, there was an unconscious player. Because it doesn't make sense from a battle standpoint. Oh, those guys are still conscious and fighting. From a tactical standpoint, it makes no sense to kill a down character. Uh, now, having said that, it was Ethan. <laughs> so I continued to vomit acid on his character. And they tried to save him. Which angered the fuck out of me, because they never tried to save my ass, but, you know. Just made him more angry. The guy jumps over the monster, blocks, like, puts himself between him and Ethan's character. I'm like, okay, well, two of us can play that, and I roll a net 20 to jump over him, and then vomited more acid on Ethan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Poor Garrock. He was afraid of the world, and he was right to me. (laughs) And I apologize. I was like, listen, this uh, this is a break of every gaming trust ever. I gotta work some shit out. But uh yeah. Go fucking I mean, he, said it, he said it and then killed me. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So uh you guys are you're still doing the Starfinder game too. Aren't we you? are yeah. our, our 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 friend of the pod, Adam, and voice talent and future member of uh the Adventures of All the Mountain Tail is running a Starfinder game oh, for what, us. What's that, Brad? What's that, what's that called? Oh, oh, uh, well, I guess we should talk about that a little bit. Um <laughs> we're gonna be launching a second podcast in twenty twenty one, barring anything crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's when the mole man attacked. Yeah, that's when the mole man attacked. Uh, we'll be launching a, a second podcast set in the Adventures Vault universe uh, called Adventures Vault of Mountain Tale. Um, and if you liked the Christmas episode, <laughs> which you didn't, probably, uh, you should probably not. Oh, listen, I did. You should probably listen to it because I'm running that too. Yeah, uh, Brad. Brad's going to take over and sit in the GM chair for a while on that one. And uh, we actually have an all-new cast for that, too. I know you mentioned Adam is in it. Uh, Jake's done some voice work for us before, but then we got uh, two other new people, Nick and Ashley, are joining that. Um, That's actually uh, 
the we're pretty far along in pre-production on that. That's a that's it's a real thing. We've got about three, two, three more test uh, episodes that we're going to actually begin recording. Yeah, that'll be in the first of the year. Um, so look for that coming next year. It won't be right away, but uh, we'll be working on that behind the scenes. I'm probably going to start writing some stuff pretty soon. I know Brad mentioned the Expanse a little while ago. <laughs> you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to come out with some, uh, you know, a few episodes where we highlight uh, a few other systems. We got the, like, so we're queuing up the Expanse. And uh, we've referenced a few others that we want to. We'll see what order we get to those in. I'm running that, too. <laughs> yeah, Brad's running that. Brad's been busy. He's uh, the last, last if, month or so. If I can find the time, I'd love to play the Aliens RPG we got. I, you know, I think we're going to get more time yet in 2021, and we'll get some of this out. Um, I know that uh, hopefully the next person that's going to kind of sit over there on the other side uh, is going to be Ethan over here. We're, uh, we're in the planning stages of, uh, of a project there. Uh, I don't know. We should be able to. I think we can get that online in 2021 at some point, but it's going to be a little later in the year. So, I mean, are, are we thinking that, uh, you know, the main storyline wraps up in 2021? You know, I'm not, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but, um, but you know, it, you guys have had a lot of fun with these mini arcs and the new characters. And it, it, as much as it's fun to have these loved characters around, and uh, I, re, I would reserve the right to, to revisit them someday. But I, I think the main story that I wanted to tell is not far from the end. And uh, there may be a few twists and turns yet. They may not be quite uh, as smooth as you think. Betrayals? But... <laughs> betrayals, right? There'll be betrayals? And that, that that's just been amongst us, not the characters. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that it, you know it's time to bring that story to a close and let some others be told. So that's what we're going to move on to in 2021. But don't, you know, don't worry, the main cast here, uh, you're going to still see us around. And uh, these guys are going to pop up in some of the other projects here coming down the road. Now, having said that, if you're independently wealthy and just wish <laughs> us to play those characters for the rest of our lives for money, yeah, oh, yeah, we'll work it out. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're just, surprised how little you just, have to pay. Oh so, yeah, make us. You don't even have to be all that wealthy. Um, just you know, willing to part with what if, you do have. If you let Ethan crash on your couch. <laughs> I'm bagging on you a lot tonight. Sorry, yeah. I don't know what's going I'm saying, on. There. There's a lot of hostility. I'm, going not, I'm not sure why. Yeah. You, you're still I, salty about those what, character deaths. This is what happens when we switch up the seating. Yeah, arrangement. sitting in a different chair is fucking with me. <laughs> like normally, all the hate I would give Rich is, which would, doesn't make any sense because you're still across from me. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it, it's something about that chair. It really is. Um, so you know, I, I am excited about the stuff we have coming up next year. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, to hear some new voices. Uh, you know, to to get some new projects online. And, uh, you know, see where all this leads us. But I'm, I'm super excited about that. Having said that, anything anyone of our friends or dear listeners would, would love to do to help, like, just spread the word. You know, we don't really need money. Rich is independently wealthy. I am. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> no, he's like, whoa, whoa, hey, He's hey, like Bruce Wayne. Hey, he's got uh, like a cave where yeah, he no, <laughs> no. monitors. Uh, but definitely any, like, reviews or sharing or love you can the, give us. This magnificent bounty represents the last of the petty cash. Nicely <laughs> 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 done, sir. I mean, we've been at this for, like, the better part of two years. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, you know, because we... would love to get some listeners. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Besides us. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, but we did talk about a little bit what we're going to do from here, but I actually want to take a moment to go back over this last year, uh, you know, from the podcast and, you know, kind of get what you guys think, you know, what were, what were some of the things that you thought were interesting, uh, how that changed this year from the podcast, what things evolved, um, that maybe you didn't expect, or you kind of observed, what were your thoughts on, on how things went? 
At this moment, Brad is really yawning. <laughs> I <laughs> like, bored him to the point where he's huge yawn. Well, I was <laughs> like, I was like, I can yawn real quick. Somebody <laughs> else will say something important <laughs> or relevant. I, it was me like, no. Nope. When you when you think of the last year, what do you think about? And he's like, ah, oh, <laughs> boring. Ah, <clears throat> just waiting on my fellow podcasters to step <laughs> up. And, as usual, yeah, disappointment. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I am formulating my thoughts. I thought I thought there was a lot. Uh, <clears throat> A lot throughout this year, despite it being a really hellish year in general outside of the game. There's a lot of game stuff, though, that I, I had a good time with. You know, obviously, like, the mini arcs are still fresh in my mind, and those were a ton of fun. But I feel like our characters all had, like, really good moments throughout what we've done aside of that through the rest of the year, you know? Like, I feel like it's been really, really cool where we started the year and where we're ending it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Really? It's called ca- it's called character growth. When when does that happen? <laughs> you haven't eaten someone's soul in like thirty episodes. Wait, you haven't given me the chance. That's growth. I... That's growth. He, he used to like go like five episodes. <laughs> yeah. See, I I know for me, uh, you know, I've enjoyed seeing the way all these characters develop, all the different things that the campaign's throwing at them. Like anytime we see like. Like, I have a message for a Shirian, and we'll all laugh, or like, <laughs> you know, we'll see, like, there's a letter from your father for, for like, you know, hey, Thumb, and we all have a good chuckle, and tell you know, me more. Roddy sees a dead kid, and we all have a good laugh. <laughs> 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 good fun. <laughs> yeah, just, just seeing that. But also, like, you know, we've been talking about, like, seeing uh, some behind the scenes stuff at, at Hallback, what's been going on, and I find I miss it. Like that's kind of become home for like these characters, and I, and I miss it. I want to go back and see what's going on, and I, I found that interesting. I didn't think that would happen. Yeah, I, I think you guys are you. You're going to get a chance to. I, I give you a little spoiler alert. Uh, I believe that's where the band's going to get back together at. So we'll see what happens when you get. Yeah, there. we uh we started this year <laughs> still on Faradin, uh huh. If I recall correctly, so like in terms of what's happened, like story wise, a lot's happened. You know, yeah, you know, I I try to that pacing of how much you let stuff come. Actually, Brad and I were talking about this before everybody got here, and we're kind of setting things up. Uh, you know, we, we talk about J.J. Uh, Abrams came up, and J.J., if you're listening to this, uh, actually, you know what? Uh, I, I have mixed feelings about you, man. Sorry, uh, but but we'll still have you on. But you know, uh, and he he's a classic example for me because you know he did Lost. And, you know, Lost in my mind was not done well. And part of the reason is because they had all these mysteries, but they didn't reveal too, they didn't reveal enough. You were still left with too much mystery at the end. And after a while, you just kind of got frustrated at it. But then he came out and he did Fringe, which I thought he did a really good job mm-hmm. of revealing these big mysteries. But then each reveal kind of led you down the path to a new one. Um, you know, so I, that's actually something I kept in mind as I was, you know, putting a lot of this together. Uh, you know, so I wanted to do that where you're you're learning new things and you're seeing new things, but then that kind of leads you to the next mystery, the next thing, because uh, I, I think it, it you got to give people some you got to give them something every now and then. You can't just always be there's a great big mystery. I think that's one thing that's been particularly well done is uh, and uh, we're here once again to that point where I. Um, uh, I'm in pain because I, I I feel like I'm going to give a compliment to Richard, but and I'm sliding the twenty dollar <laughs> bill across the table. Oh, well, now. I, suddenly I'm in less pain. So that's <laughs> keep it coming. You guys get paid. Um, <laughs> shh, shh, say nothing. Um, but uh, you know, clearly there's there's an interesting 
plot going on here. There, there is a, there is something that is happening here and it's an interesting plot, you know, and, and, and I think that there's great character work. I give compliments, uh, to, to my fellow, um, character or my fellow players, uh, for their excellent depiction of their characters. And, you know, character is a big part of it, but you know what? There's also something interesting going on in this world. And, um, and I think, you know, you kind of hit it upon the, the, the head here, Richard, in that, you know, the trick is doling out that information, those secrets and those, those developments and such in a pace <clears throat> that keeps people interested and keeps people coming back. And so, you know, I hope that's true for our listeners. I can tell you as a player, it is something that keeps me coming back. It's not just the, you know, the, the awesome interaction between myself and my excellent, uh, you know, colleagues here, but there's, there, you know, I want to find out what's going on with this world. I want to find out mm-hmm. what the end game is. I want to uh, learn more about, you know, and, and we've, we've learned so much, you know, about the, the, uh, uh, the gods, the primal gods and, and, you know, the, the role of the avatars and so forth. And, um, ultimately the, stuff that's happening the machinations behind the screen screen behind the scene um <laughs> and so i want to learn how the end game plays out i really do uh and so and by the way i can tell you that we've recorded some stuff recently that's like oh some revelations are coming yeah we did it's kind of an awkward scenario where sometimes we have to do because i guess you know these are these are my guys so we're doing the voice work for a few things and uh we put a get a few recordings in so i can work on a special episode that's coming up and uh, unfortunately, there were some spoilers in there. Um, and, you know, so I got to, you know, the good news is we're recorded pretty much up to that point. So, uh, you know, you don't have to get too much, but you'll have to, you know, there's a difference between character knowledge and player knowledge. Uh, so it'll be fun to see some of those things come out because uh, you guys are going to get to kind of see the, like you said, the behind the scenes a little bit. You're going to see uh, this from the different perspective in that episode. You're going to see kind of what the, some of the bad guys have been up to. As far as specific moments too, I think a lot of a lot of memorable stuff happened this year too, because like Roddy doing his backstory reveal again, again, <laughs> again and again. Which, which, <laughs> one, which one is that? No, I've lost. Same. That uh, one. <laughs> Even he doesn't know who he is. I'm just a dude, disguised as a dude, pretending to be another dude. <laughs> I don't even know who I am anymore. Uh, you know th- that was a funny when you talk about Roddy. <laughs> And, um, you know, his, his experience with meeting the real Alder, or with us getting to go meet the real Alder and, and go back to that, um, that was another one of those that back when Brad was uh, originally telling me the backstory when we were in pre-production, um, I, I knew that's how that was going to play out. I didn't know exactly where it was going to go in yet, but when I was kind of putting that in the, you know, the putting that puzzle piece in for the stuff I was writing, I, I kind of said, well, I, I think I already know what the real Alder is, is going to do. I think I know how his story is going to play out. So it's kind of a fun way to see how that found its way naturally into the story. Your confidence in not killing us is, is was, was high for some reason. <laughs> <clears throat> and of course, uh, fireballing that random guy uh, and, um, and rocking a nat 20 on the save was one of the most hilarious things that has ever happened to me in an RPG, period. So like for oh the God, uh, I hated that so goddamn much because <laughs> you crit succeeded your goddamn saving roll and took nothing for that no damage yeah zero damage you know Shirian is it probably there. cleaned me off a little bit Shirian's laying there on the ground 
looking up into the sky, Smoking. questioning why all 40 of the gods have decided to smite <laughs> him throughout his lifetime. You know, what's hilarious about that is because, you know, one of the difficult things about actually doing the, the podcast here is, you know, trying to get the timing right. So, you know, when you're like, hey, there's going to be a character scene, it's hard to know, are those guys going to, the characters going to work their shit out in two minutes or 20 minutes? So, you know, trying to schedule, you know, this, this, this power podcast of a certain length, it can be a little difficult to know what to do. So one of the tricks I learned is a lot of times I'll write in a couple of possible quick little scenes in case I need something to happen to either fill out the time or sometimes just to move things along. Sometimes, uh, you know, you, the characters are like, hey, we've been buddy-buddy talking for a long time, but not actually saying anything. So you put little things in there to, to move things along or make something happen. And so that, that was kind of like one of my little crib note ideas on the side is if I need to throw in a little something. So, uh, you know, it kind of got to the point where I felt that what you guys were doing is playing out and we needed a little filler. So <laughs> I made the snap decision to throw that little little tidbit in there just to, you know, kind of give a little scene. Plus, I, I felt that it does help build kind of uh, this, you know, set the scene for Port Hallbeck and give you more opportunities to interact with some other people. And then like that shit happened. I did not <laughs> plan that. It's just like it, and I, I, even I'm sitting over going like, "Huh, well, I'll be damned." Um, <laughs> that went way better than I could have ever expected. I, you know, a lot of these characters, all these characters have come pretty far, but I think the strangest journey of the four is definitely Hatham's. <laughs> yeah. Like the 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 one that has the most least expected moments. <laughs> it's it's been fun writing those. <laughs> and my my backstory there was like not huge. Like, I, like a sentence. It was. I mean, it was more or less like, eh, be interesting if he was Asmodian. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the rest just kind of, kind of fell into place with the like, and I don't know. I kind of had this idea there with the theme of like, people like put all these expectations on him and stuff, and that conflict there. Uh, but like. I don't know, like drawing it out and then like everybody being like, you did what for that sickle? <laughs> yeah. God damn it. It was great. That was great. You know, yeah. every bit of that. Well, the torture. Yeah, you know, at the beginning, we're like, listen, don't do crazy shit for power. <laughs> and then the farther along it's gone, it's like, maybe we haven't done enough crazy shit for power. <laughs> like, there's, there's some other wells you could tap there. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's not like it slipped my mind that uh, you're still on the hook for that sickle. <laughs> Even though it's not all that great anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, he seems to not be able to cast fireballs. I noticed that. I mean, technically, Roddy still owes a question. He does indeed. I haven't forgotten that one either. Yeah, I got eight hours that I bargained for just to know they had that uh, that book on um, mm -hmm. uh, of Father Becker's, or no, of the of the cultists. And Weird. That, that hasn't come up yet. Yeah, I was trying to show that away for a while. I was like, sure, a bunch of interesting shit in my pocket. <laughs> Bet you want to know what's in there, huh? Why don't I, you uh, ask me a question? <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've, I've got a fun plan for that. I, I got a fun plan. Hopefully, hopefully, fun. Stay I'm sure it will come up at the most inopportune moment. I've got a okay. So you know, you guys gave a shout out to my wife a little while ago, and I'm going to give her another one. Uh, and I'm going to say this out remaining spoiler free, but this has been in the works for a while because uh, this is this is her fault. This story element. Her, her and I were driving somewhere one night. And we were just randomly talking about a number of things. I made, uh, you know, as, as I often do, I made a reference to something else, just uh, an offhand funny reference. I thought I was being funny. And uh, she looked at me and said, hey, that'd be a great idea for your podcast. And I had that aha moment. And I knew exactly what was going to happen with Hatham's eight <laughs> hours. 
that the, he owes oh. the Asmodians. Oh. Now, have you ever heard of what the Fae do to people? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it just kind of depends. Well, <laughs> here's all I'll say is Haytham owes it, but it involves another member of the party as well. Haytham owes it, but can he take it? Find out. So, uh, Asherian and Father Becker are just cackling about all this because, you know, we don't owe anything. Keep our souls clean. Okay, but, like, that doesn't necessarily mean it was Roddy. <laughs> Actually, you sussed the info out of him first. One, one of you is going to be very mad at me when all this happens. <laughs> Pretty certain one of you is going to be really mad Okay, at well, me. I'm always that way, so it's got to be one of you two. Uh, I mean, I know nothing at this point. It's going to be a lot of fun. I figured it would just be, you know, cleaning Hell's toilet for, you know, <laughs> yeah. I think we've been doing that the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Subtitle of our podcast. Uh, the universe is clogged. Get the plumbers. Who's <laughs> the worst dun, guys we can find? Oh, those guys. They're available. Uh, what about the rest of you? Getting moments that stand out as, as memorable? I, I'd like to just say that, um, <clears throat> and again, this borders, unfortunately, on complimenting, but boy, I sure enjoyed uh, the whole uh, Immerin, um Dinosaur Valley. Uh, oh man! Yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was fun. You yeah, know. it was fun being treated like a ping pong ball by a T Rex. I mean, you know, let's be honest, that was some good stuff. That that whole episode in the jungle, you know, as we're getting there and you know doing the chase scene and fighting critters, and then you know <laughs> figuring trying to figure out what we're supposed to do to actually gain you know entrance to the thing, and then the highlight, of course. Um, was, uh, you know, dinosaurs versus demons, you know, man, <laughs> riding, riding a dino and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that was just terrific. And so, um, I just want to say, you know, kudos, that was uh, the fun factor was, was so very high during that time frame. Uh, not that episodes in general aren't fun, but that was really great. And, uh, pr- pressed my buttons, uh, especially. Well, and I, you know, there was a time when we all sat down and, you know, and, and we were like, listen, maybe things have gotten a little a little stale. We want to spice things up. And what came out of that was that, like, everybody was really on board for trying new things. Mm-hmm. And a lot of good yeah. story elements from everybody came out of that. I'd like to actually also give my compliments to you guys for that, because I got to be honest, I-, I remember when the conversation was taking place, and I can't recall, although I can't recall whether it was mostly uh, texting or emails or whether we were talking about it in person, but I remember being distracted by something whenever we came up with this idea, some various crises that were going on in my life or whatever it was. And um, and you guys kind of talked it all out, and I just was like, yeah, sure, I'm, I'm along for the ride. Turned out to be a great idea because I think that there's been some some marvelous storytelling uh, and some great you know creative portrayals of characters and things like that that came out of those ideas. So so you know compliments to all you guys who really kind of came up with that idea of hey let's split the party and uh, look look at the great stuff that's resulted. Well, and it's fun. A lot of cool new characters came out of it, but I, that was a lot more extra work for Rich. And I I will say you know shout out to Rich because mm-hmm. like okay when I got to write th- four mini stories. <laughs> in conjunction with its main story, but like I think it has paid off, Rich. It, it worked out yeah. really well, and it wasn't as rough because a lot of those elements were there. Uh, but because uh, you know, originally the way I wrote it, and I hope this, you know, I, I know some people don't like the behind the scenes too much, uh, but a lot of those same things were going to happen. It was just going to be the main cast kind of, you know, forced gumping their way around the world doing these different things. So when you guys said, hey, let's split it up, then it was like, okay, well, now all I really have to do is just write those elements into it, and I bring in some other some other members. And most of that came super easy. You know, uh, it was amazing. You know, Sean, you talk about, like, the, you know, the creative side of it. 
And sometimes it's amazing how those little, uh, you know, kind of shots of the arm really help. Uh, you know, uh, we hate them's episode just, uh, just finished airing recently. And that's a great example of, cause we were kind of putting together that cast and we had like a, an email going around of what everybody wanted to run. And there was this moment where we're like, wait a minute, is everybody else <laughs> like, Hey, is going to be the only human. It's, it's yeah. literally going to be a, a goblin, a kobold and a hobgoblin. Right. Like not just the only human. It's not like you're like, <laughs> Oh, you've got a dwarf and an elf. Like Think about band two, of yeah. two diminutive little monsters and then one gigantic fuck off tank. <laughs> hobgoblin. Yeah. Scary yeah. hobgoblin, man. And like the moment that this <laughs> happened. They haven't seen the Christmas redacted. episode yet. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> like, and, and, the, and the moment that that happened, the moment it did, I just knew exactly how I was going to write that. Yeah. I didn't mean it was just like, oh, this is just too fucking good. Uh, you know, because Haytham is the perfect character for that. And that's <laughs> yeah. why that intro came in where you guys are just going to meet this, these band of misfits and Haytham just has to be like, well, shit, this is what I got to work with. Uh, definition of that, if that applies, like, uh, the, <laughs> this is what I've got to work with. <laughs> I guess this is what the gods have seen fit to provide for me. Uh, you know, but it spawns so many other things. You know, look, the, you know, I Zill's got to here in the, the Christmas episode. Um, and, you know, the next segment we're going to do, we're going to have some of those guest stars back for an uh, some cameo appearance of some of these other characters. They'll be kind of integrated in for, a, I think, a fun little sequence we'll do there. Uh, you know, so it, it gave, it actually added that creative spark that, well, you know, even I probably needed by then. It was definitely fun to play a different character. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and I'm I'm really excited now to get the band back together. I am, yeah. You know, like... I don't know, I'd like to get through my mini-arc first. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, yeah, we gotta, we gotta record <laughs> that one yet. Um, Isn't that supposed to be something a little different? It is. Um, a little different to the point where I, I, I don't think I've quite got it all straightened out the way I want it yet, but I think I'm really close. Um, so we'll get that recorded soon. Here. I, I, as a player are as in, in, I'm curious as far as, I don't know anything about this. All I know is that every time that we talk about Asherian's arc, like Richard and Asherian just start look, or excuse me, Gavin and Richard just look at each other going, Hmm. Because uh, <laughs> the only thing I've ever been told is he's like, uh, it's going to be different and hold on, I'm working on it. Mm -hmm. I'm working on it. I'm, uh, I'm working on it. So here's the only thing I'll say to that is that for the Assyrian mini arc, instead of just like, Hey, we're splitting this up. You're getting some new people and going somewhere else. Uh, I decided to, to bring in some elements of his backstory that, uh, I know he's been wanting to get out, uh, and was trying to find the right way to do it. And I'm, I said, you know, I think I have an idea to kind of combine those two. So, uh, yeah, you know, we sat down, I, I know, Brad came over one night. We ate some ribs, and I kind of bounced some ideas off of him uh, as far as when he thought that got it him would drunk work. on ribs, huh? I did, mm -hmm. and uh, I think we worked out the basic premise. And drunk, yeah. no, also drunk on boobs. Yeah, oh, then, we, then we had cigars. Mm -hmm. Oh golly, <laughs> go no further down this path, gentlemen. I don't know where this is leading. <laughs> Last time we did that, and then we watched Fat Man. So, um, we, we I, I'm the cigar guy now. By the oh, way, yeah. that's my that's my personality. That's, that's what you do. Trade. <laughs> Well, I, I gotta tell you, you know, I, we've I, I, having just been getting a Syrian backstory and dribs and drabs and, and occasional murder attempts over the past <laughs> two years. I'm genuinely all in for thankfully, this. I, I want to hear more. Thankfully, they've only been attempts, not successes. <laughs> well, you know what? The, some of them have been pretty good attempts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I seem to recall getting woken but did up. Did you die? <laughs> you, you know, and real close. You know, but you did you die? Well, I mean, technically not. But a number of our companions died. I remember some pirates that were like, hey, we got some NPCs, and they didn't survive the fucking night. Didn't, <laughs> didn't Father Becker actually kill one of them? I can't remember these things. <laughs> I, I believe there was one that needed a heel check. 
Oh shit! Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. that guy was that guy was bleeding out dead already. I, I it was a heroic attempt to save him, but there was nothing that could be done. This is my story. Shout out to Ricky, Mickey, and Dicky, the, the, the pirates, the pirates. Yeah, yeah Jeffrey, Billy, Samwise, and Marshall. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> Marshall, uh, Will, and Holly. Uh, uh, and then they all made it stacks. away, except mm-hmm. for the five that didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we're stuck <laughs> on this comment. Anyway, <laughs> just. Let it go. <laughs> uh, what else you got? What other fun moments really stuck out for you guys? Because uh, I know you know the, there's a lot of laughter that doesn't make it in uh, simply because sometimes we banter way too long on things. But uh, you know what? What else you got? Uh, you know, I had a lot of fun with Roddy's um, mini arc playing that uh, monster hunter ranger because love I, that guy. I, I I love both of the characters I got to play with uh, in the mini arcs because both of them gave glorious feelings at one point or another. Such as with uh, Jean Bart, the feeling whenever we first began combat and I gave everyone plus ones to basically everything and still got two attacks off. The glorious feeling of whenever you asked, okay, so we'll go on to the next. And I said, no, no, no. That was one action. <laughs> that was just one action. <laughs> yeah. Alex is a monster in combat. Jean Bart is a monster in combat. It must be a nice feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I miss those feelings. <laughs> Alex is terrifying. Really? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. No, having just ran the Christmas special. Oh, really? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and here here in like all those like, does a twenty-eight hit? No. During my arc was incredible. <laughs> oh, that was a glory I loved that moment so much because he asked, Does a twenty-eight hit? And I said no. And the three of you all looked at me like record scratch. <laughs> huh? Yeah. What did he just say? I, I think that's Roddy's AC, which is like Right now, 28's pretty good compared to the rest of you. Yeah, but isn't that... <laughs> I think that's Roddy's yeah. AC with a shield. Yes! With- that, that's not with Alex's shield. <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Alex the Hobgoblin is a is a beast, man. I mean, mm-hmm. he, it, was, it, was, yeah, it was... It was really rather wonderful, wasn't it? I mean... It was nice. Yeah, yeah. It just, just suddenly it's like, uh, holy cow, man. Yeah, you know what? Stand there. Right there. Let those <laughs> demons... Oh, wait. wait, 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 wait just gotta watch Trapping what I'm saying. Sorry. Hades will all have aired by the time this comes out. Yeah. So, oh, that's right. We got one yeah, more to yeah, go yeah. with that. Yeah. So let those creatures come. Yeah. Demons. Yeah. It was demons, folks. Demons. Shove him in a doorway, and yeah. like, all these uh, arrows come flying in and just ricochet off. Although, mm-hmm. you know, in the same vein, something that went terribly wrong as well with that one. Um, you know, I'd, I'd written the all ritual. that stuff with the, well, <laughs> I was thinking with, with Zills and his little fright and the problem. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, you, you took what? If I was your little ancestry feet yeah. that I, we didn't know about? I'm like, oh, shit. I mean, this is all about being frightened. And, you know, we may have, we may have, because uh, <clears throat> I think I was adding those frightened conditions together. And I think it's just, yeah. those, those, but I was still, so well, maybe and I, wasn't... And I said that was the, well, and here's the thing I, so the I looked it up afterwards, and the standard rule is that a condition replaces a condition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now the durations can overlap. So let's say you have frightened three, and something gives you frightened two. Yeah. Well, you still have frightened three for the length of that condition yeah. overlapping. Um, but at the same time, there is precedence for monsters that say they add to the frightened sure. condition. Well, and, and even if they hadn't, okay, maybe I didn't get to frightened six, but I was at frightened four then. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was still real significant. Yeah, still pretty high. Yeah, it was way up there. Gee whiz. And, yeah, and and uh, you know, I'll tell you this too. I ended up making a version of this character because I, I enjoy playing dipshits, and so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, you really—it's easy for you to get into yeah, character. Yeah, it really, really is. I, I can't argue with it. I mean, <laughs> oh, if, if uh, and so I made a version for Pathfinder Society play uh, of him, um, <clears throat> and uh, 
I did not take that feed. It's kind of weird. No, no, like, you know, it seemed thematic at the time. Yeah, it was great. Like, well, but, shit, that's but, awful. That was a. Uh, it seemed yeah, a lot of fun because I'm like, I'll be the intimidating cobalt, and then it's like, oh shit, I critically failed this. Uh, frightened again <laughs> well, and again. Well, what about those those kind of moments? Was there anything that you know that was the the epic fail? I know we tend to to rally all of those and make them funny, but what were some of the other moments where you look back and you're like, well, shit, that didn't go as planned. I believe. The the entire thing with Haytham uh, <laughs> wasting his sickle. I I believe rolling under a ten seven times. <laughs> oh god damn it! Yes. This year. Oh yeah. So yep. that would that would absolutely be up there. God, I lost my fucking mind. You know, never before had, before that moment had I actually considered homicide, but. <laughs> That was it. Was just the most just, beautiful thing. You know, unbelievable. You know, if like you wonder if being naughty to God has consequences <laughs> in life, I we have the answer. You're like, Ethan, what did you do? What did you do? Yeah, that was that was probably up there. Um, that was probably top of the list. You, you know, whenever you've got people who are following the podcast and are not mathematicians and yet they're like well i gotta calculate this <laughs> i gotta figure this shit out and you know the best thing uh, i know we mentioned before because i'm a huge proponent of everybody rolling in the open you know mm -hmm. that everybody needs to roll where everybody can see it um and you know so we all just said like we're all watching these rolls come out to the point where like ethan is nervous just because we're watching him <laughs> And you know, he's well, like, I don't want to fuck this up. It's it's also one of those things where after like four of them, <laughs> I was like, I was like, there's no way. Yeah, how can it happen? Yeah, fifth there's time? no way. And then everyone's eyes had just turned into plasma cutters, just trying to. Like, and a part of me was like, it's gonna be under ten. How is this gonna happen? You 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 flip a coin seven times. The odds is still 50-50. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probability's like, listen, <laughs> bitch, you're you're not gonna get tails. Seven times. <laughs> it doesn't fucking happen, man. <laughs> that was. It really was a glorious moment. Just because, even though the timing of it was so spectacular, uh, we were like, "Let's fucking nuke him so we can assassinate him really fast." It was like, fail, 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 <laughs> fail, fail, See, fail, succeed. And that's because I, uh, I know I've got a bit of an axe to grind there. But that's why I, I, I'm such an advocate of rolling things in the open. Because that drama would not have happened if <laughs> any of us was rolling where, where people couldn't see. The fact that we all knew that was happening and all saw it, it became even more phenomenal. They were like, there's no fucking way. And then yet there, it, it just we just watched it happen. Definitely Haytham had the craziest moments this year. <laughs> like, yeah. Just... The most craziest, interesting shit. Like, just the, the way out there. Like, what the fuck? I got put in a dream coma. <laughs> and I fireballed all of you and woke to up. Death. And woke over up. Over and over again. Yeah. And I and then just woke up on the side of the road and everybody's like, get your shit together. And it was like, that was like six episodes. <laughs> Wake up, you little like, bitch. None of that shit ever happened. Wake like, up, Johnny. We got a city to burn. <laughs> I'm confused in and out of character. Well, you not know, only that, and, and, and your reward was, and now your sickle doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun because, you know, I didn't tell anybody about it until that last episode. That's when I passed yeah. the notes to the rest of the cast. And, like, I got these looks from everybody's like, fucking really? Seriously, dude? <laughs> you're doing this Do, shit? You no, know, I, you, I was great. 
you say you didn't pass those notes until that episode. No, that encounter. Yeah. Like yeah. we were in mid encounter. Yeah. He's like, hey, step outside for a minute <laughs> and hands us these notes. So yeah, guess what? It said mostly just fuck with Ethan. I was like, great, I'm down. I yeah, love this. I was say, um, <laughs> standard I, operating procedure. I had I had a beef with all that though. Mm-hmm. In that like Roddy like quote unquote dies. In the episode, I was like, all right, time to sell it. And no one gave a fuck. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, he's dead. I'm like, yeah. You know, Ethan was surprisingly okay with our character. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to bring that up, well, as a matter had, of fact. Yeah, uh, I had some suspicions that fuckery was a I, I was trying to hold play up on, like, Ashurian just getting really angry about something for once. And, like, that. He, he, this is, he's, like, really trying to kill this guy. And then they got Roddy. And then he gets, like, all enraged and tries to get him. And then you're just like. Fireball Shurian. <laughs> Something screwy. <laughs> God dang it. I was no. having, we were having fun making snide comments about to, to Haytham like, this is all your fault. You should be better. You suck. And, and, and you know, Ethan's over here. He's like, well, clearly I cannot choose the one in front of you. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's like talking himself in these circles. And, yeah. I mean, from my standpoint, it was great too because there wasn't a necessarily a right or wrong answer. I just knew what each other, you know, which one was going to do. So really, you were just choosing what path we were going to go down, not necessarily what's right or what's wrong. Because, you know, as much as you did lose the sickle, then your mini arc has to change. Is there a way he could have kept the demon in the sickle? Yes. Okay, what was it? Then and later. um, Well, okay, so basically what they were trying to get you to do is to use the sickle more. So the more you use the power of the sickle, the, the more it uh, made your will save harder. And I used it a oh, lot. Right. Like so, nonstop. Like a fucking yeah. machine gun. <laughs> so the, yeah. the idea was the closer connection that you were able to make with Gronganok, the more control he was over to have over his own fate. Yeah. So when he gets enough, he can now release himself and get out, which is what happened. And so honestly, the best thing you could have done to prevent that from happening was put the fucking sickle away. Yeah. And like if you if you just like you know, threw it on the ground and done other things, they would have, they, of course, they were going to still try to fuck with you in some way to try to get you to do it. Um, but that was the thing. They wanted you to use it more. Uh, they wanted you to like, give him the control he needed to get out. So, you know, and I, I knew what was going to happen if you, you know, if you caught on and if you, you know, you're just like, nope, I'm not using this thing anymore. Fuck you. Um, you know, I knew where that was going to go, but you know, it went that way. Uh, and then I was able to use that, uh, you know that that path for your your mini arc, which was which was worked out great. So watching yeah. Ethan during that time frame, <laughs> you you were almost there, buddy. There was a there was like I would yeah. say that there was a fulcrum moment where you were like uh, one way or the other, and it, and and I was thinking to myself, I think he's gonna he's catching on. He's not gonna do this. <laughs> and then you were like, not nah, fuck it, fireball. And then, <laughs> and then you were like, and then it was like, well, I'm gonna double down on that shit <laughs> in yeah, the next couple no, of actions. You were like all in. Snowball you did course of yeah. action. You're like, yeah. I know what yep. I'm doing. That's it. Which made perfect sense when you think about it. You're like, there, there's the Asmodian coming out right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff right there. It, it 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 was a lot of fun. Those are some fun moments. I, I really do. Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed the uh, um, as much as we had the couple awkward scenes. Uh, you know, the the, so the Roddy meeting the Alder and that whole that whole sequence. You guys getting to go back to to Caliban. I liked it though. There, I think it was a nice sense of closure. Um, I think it was a sweet. There was some sweet and like bittersweet moments there. Yeah, it was fun to to kind of wrap that up in a way. But, you know, in a certain way, that kind of, like, mostly good things happened there. Yeah. You know, it, it was one of those one fun moments of, like, this is the way it needs to go. 
Uh, even though ultimately some people are like, well, there's some sadness here. Well, I don't know what else the characters would do. I mean, like, you know, both men had responsibilities they couldn't walk away from. You know. Uh, Father Becker recalls a good shrimp, I believe, that, that we got there. <laughs> For days. Got yes. a fried, fried yeah. lizard. I had nightmarish uh, diarrhea as a result of that. <laughs> Yeah. You know, uh, you mentioned the dinosaurs, and uh, that was a fun moment to run. It really was. It was fun on both sides uh, on that one. Yeah. It really was. Um, but, you know, we, we kind of come back to that idea just a little bit in Father Becker's mini-arc. There's a, there's a tie-in there that's very relevant to, you know, what those dinosaurs were doing camped outside there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was illuminating, and uh, that, that was a fun adventure, too, by the way. I, I very much, which you folks haven't heard yet mm-hmm. uh, when this airs. Yeah, that one's coming up. What's everybody's favorite NPC? You mean in the entire campaign? Yeah. Oh shit, man! Because I can't remember who got introduced this year or not. <laughs> as uh, far as like who got introduced this year, I'm not. I don't. I think she got introduced a lot earlier than that. But uh, Carlisle's yeah. daughter, Lena Clay. Oh, Lena, Lena. Yeah. yeah, she's she's great. really high on my list. Um, man, the Halandra, a little bit. You Just know, because it, there's like that weird like conflict thing of like she's undoubtedly lawful good. You know, like, there's a little bit of a, like, conflict there. I don't know. I like that. That's almost more like the relationship that NPC has to my character just by virtue of, like, you know. I've never gotten an opportunity to do much more with it the way it worked out. Uh, But, you know, we did get the reveal that, you know, her and Templar Rosanna uh, were basically raised together. Yeah, they were they were kind of uh, adopted sisters. That's an intriguing uh, story point. I'm not sure what I'd call it. Yeah, but this idea and and I I'd be I've got this I this vision of the of the two of them, you know, showing up on a battlefield in a big climactic battle, and what will they do if you know are they working together? Are they doing their own thing? You know, what, please. I personally have got to say that um, what is rank Rosanna the Templar Templar Rosanna Templar Rosanna yeah. yeah. That that is a character I personally find interesting because of like being like the kind of necessary evil kind of role is like that's entertaining. But I think Ashirian's favorite NPC is probably Jacter because that's the one who started the least amount of beef with anyone, <laughs> and he has the least quarrel with. So he's like, you know what, Jacter is a homie. He's cool. We, we need more Jacter. <laughs> what, what about uh, the public what about you, Brad? More Jacter. You, you ask the question. Who's your Man, favorite? There's a lot. Um, yeah, Hunter got a lot of hate. Um, who's the paladin? Pal- whose name was Hunter? The one that was oh, sitting Forrester. Up? Forrester. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I, minor character, but Jesus, I loved. I, I thought he was funny. Everybody else hated him. <laughs> I think right. one, I hated him just because he was a, a paladin of Chardis. I think I only like him because you guys hate him so much, <laughs> and that makes it funny to me. Which like, one was he? Uh, he was so important. I forgot about I, him. I know. I know. Yeah. When you guys, um, when you guys got to Helmsworth. Uh, you know, just before you go back in time and, and you know, the, the Dwarven City and the, the dinosaurs and all that, where there's the paladin that was there. Yeah. He, he was sent to try to, you know, be like a liaison with the dwarves, try to talk him into coming out. I think he's being snarky oh, about yeah. something said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's that. I'm going to have to go I, with... Let, oh, me, sorry, let, go me, let me ponder. 
I love asking questions right. I don't have the answer to. All right. Well, you, what do you got over there, Sean? Well, I got to go with the Guardian T-Rex, who's just <laughs> so, so frustrated by our... It's like, you dumb bastards. Can't you tell? How did you expect yeah. us to know? Well, I, 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 you're right. Once you guys brought that up, because initially I was like, oh, yeah, I, I can't believe how dumb we were. And then you pointed, you rightfully pointed out, I was like, well, there's no fucking way we would know what to do. Mm-hmm. He's just so, like tapping your shield, and he's like, yeah. well, why don't you just do the thing? And it's like, like I, the three I of don't us know don't what, have what the you're thing. talking about. But like, that was on purpose. Because I'm like, here's a guy, you know, this guy's got the, some knowledge, but at the same time, like, he has no way to tell you guys. He has no, he can't speak. He can't, you know, there's no telepathy. There was a like, little bit of miscommunication on that one. Well, there was a little bit. A but little bit. The, he doesn't a have little. an easy way for him to just be like, well, here's the thing. I can just tell you. He's like, I'm a big, dumb dinosaur. I know the yeah. answer, but yeah. I'm like, if I can... Had we remembered that Roddy had a symbol on the face, he would have, like, tapped my face. And then then I think we would have got it. Well, and, you know, to a certain degree, it's like until you mentioned it, how much had you really been like, hey, look at this, look at my neck, asshole. Yeah. You know, though, the, the the other thing is, too, is I was like, it's a, well, we don't have a druid in the party. Nobody can, <laughs> nobody can cast speak with animals. I mean, any of these things would have would have helped us. And by the way, you know, I, I guess my other, one of my other favorites... And also, who expressed a little bit of like, uh, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna maul you if you don't fucking get this dumbass. Was um, uh, the big uh, bear a, avatar, the yeah, avatar, bear. where he's like, I'm trying to show oh, you, yeah. you have limited time, and he, and, he's, yeah, he's on my list too. Yeah, yeah. D- dumbass Sean is like, uh, do you mean what? What does this signify? I don't know. Um, the goddess. Um, that we met the the one that like everybody was really scared of the gods council like the goddess of deceit or whatever I don't remember her name. Uh, you know, you, there's a good chance she's gonna she's gonna pop back up again. She, she's neat, but I, I I do love Lena, um, for many many reasons. Like one that tags a lot of Roddy's backstory anyway. Um, but I you you can tell she is dealing with shit. You know, like the death of her mother, her role in the family, and what's going on here. Um, definitely. I had small fantasies of having her as a backup character. Uh, you know, she has a stat block. I, I put I, her I together. I think she's higher level than us, though. Um, well, she was at the time. Yeah. So the oh. question is... So I believe she was created as sixth level. Oh, okay. So I believe you guys have actually have actually passed her up. Sweet. Roddy dies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she was, in fact, a druid. That was kind of the the dichotomy there is that... You know, typically the clays weren't. They weren't heavily druidic. Mm-hmm. And then she decides to go druid and runs off with the sea shepherds for a while when she's young. Funny. She doesn't look druid. <laughs> Just come on, guys. <laughs> come on, guys. No, I came up with two character backups now that I think you guys would both hate. <laughs> uh, and that makes me want to play them a little bit. I will not hate anything you make, Brad, because... Oh, no, 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 no. Here's no, the deal. Here's he's... the deal. Brad, listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> Listen, honey. All right. Honey, booby. Uh, all right. Booby. Me and you, he asked for a backstory. Me and you came up with like three pages worth. These two suckers have like a paragraph or less. All right. I am not going to be yeah, mad but at like, you. Ultimately, look how much more they got fucked with. Because of it. No, no. There is a, I have a concept that if I brought it to the table as my backup, you would be mad. I guarantee it. <laughs> I. I am doubtful that I will be mad. Probably disappointed, more likely. Definitely dis- like I It would annoy the fuck out of all three of you, and that makes me want to do it. Really <laughs> bad. I, I should also uh, confess to something. It wasn't even a written paragraph. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, told, I told it to your dad, like, offhand in the conversation. I'm like, 
what if I did this? He's like, okay. And I'm like, okay. It was more of a verbal agreement. <laughs> <That's right>. Exactly. <laughs> more of a verbal agreement. <laughs> and he was just like, I have altered the deal. Pray I do not alter it further. <laughs> well, and you know, it, it was another one of those moments where, like I always say that, uh, don't tightly control things because you will never make something as good as what the group will together. You know, so I had some of the basic concepts and Sean brought that to me. And I'm like, oh yeah, I got the perfect thing for that. This is, this is going to work out beautifully. Mm-hmm. How can I, Richard? I'd like to allow you to fuck me over. How's this? Uh, <laughs> right. like, I want to. This idea, I'm like perfect. I had the that was going to happen to somebody anyway. I'm glad you steered right into that unknowingly. Glad to be of assistance. That is my role. You're like you know, there's a there's a missile coming your direction. I might as well fly right into it. <laughs> That's it. That's good times. Did you come up with one yet, Brad? You got your favorite? I, I um, I mean, I talked about Lena. Um, there, there were a lot of good NPCs. Your favorite? Yeah. It's hard to choose. I still go with my favorite is always Rob. Rob's pretty great. Just because it was one of those... Such a bullshit character. We love him. And it was off the cuff because there was a point where like you guys are wanting to... You're like, I want to get a house built. And I'm like, well, fuck, there would be somebody there who can build a house. Surely to God, people are like... So like, I literally just came up with a concept off the on the fly. And like, it's it's Rob. Yeah, his name's Rob. Um, And then like that night, I was thinking about Rob on the way home. And so I literally wrote a backstory that I because I'm like, why would Rob be there? So he came up with this backstory Rob and everything. The builder. Yeah. And, we're, and at that point, it spawned the like, we were trying to just come up with as many bullshit characters as possible to make you write backstories. It's <laughs> it's not a character uh, that is from this year, but um, I like insulting old man on the. Uh, oh, Marcus? Uh, on, no, is that yeah. his name? Mar- Marcus Bronstead. Yeah. yeah. He's on uh, what's his name's estate? Yeah, um, on Carlisle's estate. Carlisle's estate. He's, yeah. a, he's got a little something, something. Yeah, yeah. No, he, mm-hmm. it's just funny because he's the old guy that's so old he just doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. What are you going to do? Kill me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Roddy will always have a soft spot in his heart for Marcus because. Because literally those potions saved our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. his four potions probably won't need him. No. No. <laughs> need him. You know, by the way, given that first adventure, uh, outside of this campaign, I still get regular shit for blowing up the skeletons. Yeah. In the chain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I heard somebody bring it to you recently. Then. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And you know, it's like, I keep, I'm like, you know, we defeated those skeletons as a result of doing that. But also possibly ourselves. But at what cost? <laughs> what cost? Yeah, getting well, surprised microwaved was not on my agenda that day. Uh, uh, you know, that's another one that got a call, gets a call back in Father Becker's mini arc. Yeah, yeah. Right. Rachel's doing coke for those enemies Bunch in the of, early levels. Yeah. Like, what if I, what if I, fuck, um, they're immune to shit? And there's like 50 of them? And they blow up? Fuck yeah. All right. But guys, guys necro alligator. Necro alligator. What do you think? What do you think? Okay, that one was pretty balanced. Yeah. That, that one wasn't too terrible. Yeah, until they put you in a literal death roll. Exploding skeleton swarms. That was, yeah. that that was too That was much. the asshole move. That was the thing. Well, because they're skeletons. They're supposed to be weak how, to positive damage, not make them into volatile projectiles. How, how about those skeleton fish in That's the water? That's what I'm talking yeah. about. The little like, skeletal fish. Holy shit. The, the swarm. Uh, yeah, that's... Oh, See, yeah. like, all I'm hearing is it's been too long since I've made any mem- memorable enemies. I need to up my game. Do you no, know? I, I, I love the dire bear because I threw in so many goddamn bear puns and nobody <laughs> even noticed, and I am still salty about that. Uh, I must the, have been... I'll have to go back and listen to those. The problem yeah. is in our Starfighter game, a guy's playing an uplifted bear, and they've been done. We've done so many bear puns. <laughs> oh my god! It's just, I don't ever want to hear a bear pun again. I mean, it's not one you normally hear a lot of. That's that's barely. Do you know? One <laughs> um, well, thing I was going to mention though is about some of those early adventures. Uh, 
You know, it really does, though. Uh, always remind me, one of my favorite things, honestly, uh, is low-level uh, play many times because, um, well, you want to talk about getting creative and pulling crap out of your ass and, and being down to your last, you know, hit, hit points at the last moment. And uh, and those early adventures, I think, really, you know, we're hit and that initial tower, you know, we're, oh my God. we're scrambling for it, you know, <laughs> that, that first tower or two, you know. I have many fond memories of that, though. Like, yeah, it was a good time. Like, particularly coming up on those group of other guys mm-hmm. that were, like, there. Yeah, I remember yeah. being poisoned by that guy. Yeah, yeah. and all their two fires just standing there like, soon. <laughs> <laughs> soon the pretense will drop, and then we're going to see. You guys are so mad at me. For, <laughs> you're like, okay, we know this is going to be the thing where we got to fight them, and that's going to be the... And then when they came back up and you had to fight the undead versions of them. Okay, oh, yeah. my God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, you know, it's so like, you're a lucky man. You walked out of here that day. <laughs> and like, it was so weird because that fight exactly paralleled the first one. <laughs> same we did the exact same shit. We after the same guy, the same people did fought the same bad guys again. And like, people went down in the same order, the same damn. It was it was a funny parallel. I, I also enjoyed that like like preamble before we got into the fight. Because from a Sheeran's perspective, like, he met with that other, like, sorcerer dude, and they both had the, like, yeah, I definitely will not, 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 possibly mm. not betray you here later tonight. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds all on the up and up. We're good. You're fine, right? <laughs> Listen, hey. the people that talk, they're talking now. And we know they're lying, but, you know, they love this game. That was your Amos moment? Yeah, yeah. so I'm just, just waiting. <laughs> and meanwhile, if I recall correctly, Hatham was like, Yes, we absolutely should compare notes. Let's do it. I love new friends. <laughs> exactly. He, he was so I want naive, to learn man. all of your names in alphabetical order. Go. That was before the Battle of Port Hallback. And, yeah. He's and... a changed man now. <laughs> how, how do you guys feel your characters are different? Well, um, <laughs> so, good goddamn question. So this is this was not uh, necessarily the the plan from the beginning. And um, do you think anybody's under the assumption that? Father Becker isn't all in at this point. That he's an untrustworthy person. No, I, I, think, the I think they think that he's all in. Yeah, uh, but he's a little bit of the reluctant. It's like, well, fuck, I, this doesn't look like I have a choice, so I might as well I, play along. I mean, we're we're so the chips are like so in, like you're so pot committed. Yeah, your past doesn't matter anymore. So I, I, I will I will say that. Um, and by the way, good question. And this wasn't necessarily my intention from the beginning. And, and here I owe to some some good storytelling and and good ideas from from Richard, um, the idea that um, he was a charlatan at the beginning, and he is a man that has found some degree of faith. You know, at, a grave robber. This, no, if we want to start talking about <laughs> past sins, motherfucker, I think we're beyond this one, aren't we? Now, aren't we? Either because you, know? you were forced to, or you chose to. Father yeah. Becker's grown. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 he's, I, he stepped up. Yeah. Now the question is, how far is he in at this point? How, how much has he grown? I mean, how much has he left that behind? He, I, I mean, you know, how much of of the Becker is still you? Mm-hmm. Is, is you know that's a question. But you're fucking pot committed. I mean, like I, I, at this point, mm-hmm. like your life's on the line. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. I, you know, as, I, as the <laughs> the evil assassins who are trying to take us down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no way you could back out at this point. Yeah. But I, I like that that character development a lot because again, you know, my initial concept for the character was, well, he's pretending to be a priest, and and uh, and and you know, strangely, he's he's able to do a few things. But you know, I created him initially with the idea that I would go rogue dedication at some point, and I'd be a a cleric rogue, 
uh, still doing a lot more roguey shit. And, you know, one, because of the compelling storyline, I did not uh, end up going that direction. And also partly because of the fact that, um, well, we sure seem to need the healing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Standard operating procedure. Yeah. Now, cleric healing is amazing. It's not bad. Uh, anybody else? What, anybody else? Gonna... I feel like Hatham's gone from being like naive and like unsure to still naive in a way, but like he's got a, like more of an idea of who, like who he is, really. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call uh, Hatham naive anymore. Uh, I know he still kind of presents himself that way, but uh, n the way I view him isn't mm -hmm. quite that way. Uh, the problem is that, you know, he's still struggling with that being good. And people are using that to fuck with him. Not necessarily that he's naive, but he, he's struggling with that. How do I still be good and be in the middle of all this? Well, and Ethan um, touched on this earlier. He's talking about expectations of Hatham from both sides, yeah. you know, and, and dealing with that. I know we had that one scene with Roddy where, like, you know, he's like, you, you were the good one. Yeah. And it was like, but, it, you know, that why was that expectation there? Because Roddy had a, a bad view of this. Like, it, there was no yeah. reason to put that on you. And that's been a, a really interesting theme to, uh, to, like, you know, like, that was part of his backstory with, like, his father. And Roddy was like, you were supposed to be the good one. And Hatham's like, why? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I want to yeah. be me. Why? And like, then there was a there was a scene when, mm -hmm. um, when we arrived in the port uh, and met the, the paladin of Tardis, met Forrester. Uh, and he was like, just Hatham? And Hatham's like, kind of, yeah. <laughs> and that was like a really, that was like a really interesting, like, character scene and stuff. So, mm -hmm. and then, like, going in, like, the sickle thing, and, like, I it hasn't aired yet, so Brad hasn't heard it, but, you know, like, in the end of that arc, he, like, he banishes the demon. What? I'm sorry. You were there. I know. I'm sorry. I know. Through sorry. all the cocaine, you probably blacked <laughs> I, out. I apologize. Well, you know, and, and I've enjoyed that it's gone from like this kid lost in the world mm -hmm. to a guy that has developed into the hunter. Yeah. You know, like you know, in, in the early days, it, like if a bar fight broke out, Hathen would have to be protected. Nowadays, like you know, um, make assumptions about the guy at your own risk. He'll fucking stab you. Like <laughs> Hathen will straight up just kill a normal guy. Like. <laughs> No problem. Acid the mm -hmm. shit out of you. Like, yeah, try him an acid, just sickle his ass. Like, you know, one of the themes that's kind of come out that I, I always wanted to come out, and I'm super happy the way it has. And we touched on this with a little bit, like, uh, say, Roddy and, uh, you know, the, the original Admiral James, uh, you know, and how that came out. This idea of these legendary figures. Uh, you know, you, you look at them as legendary now, but what was it like for them along the way? How did they get there? You know, we kind of explored that section of the backstory where he was this reluctant guy who had difficult decisions to make. And, you know, since they all turned out pretty well for him, he became this legendary figure, but he didn't see himself as a legendary figure. He saw himself as a guy in really bad... This is a guy who lost his family. This is a guy that had terrible things happen that he had to try to, to fix when, you know, it, he doesn't know that he really wants to at times. Uh, you know, so that, that was a fun one to play out there. But, it, you know, I, I see some of those themes, you know, like in Hatham, you know, because it, it's easy to look back and, you know, uh, we kind of messed around with that later. You know, the, the people looking back going, Hatham, the legendary, you know, <laughs> well, but, but what, what are those people like along the way? You know, it's easy to look back on them. And, you know, what are heroes actually like, you know, on the way? What, what, what traits they have? What do they, you know, what really happened? And, and I think that's 
what's being presented here, and I, I like how that's come out. Yeah, you know, like a, a kid with daddy issues that hasn't doesn't know the world any well, or like a charlatan who doesn't know his place in the world, or a guy with like three different father figure issues and kid ghosts and doesn't know his place in the world. For me, I've enjoyed the deconstruction of Roddy this year, um, going from like I absolutely know who I am to like oh I'm I'm a sailor I'm this guy I'm captain I I you know I, I support this guy to like I I'm none of those things now. So who the fuck am I? And I've, I've enjoyed getting to role play that, you know. I think it's interesting, and I give compliments to you for Roddy's development also to go from ultimately a man of uh, hate and, and vengeance to, well, also a man of hate and vengeance. But, 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 who, but he's, who is, he's working on it. Yeah. But, you know, maybe channeling those towards, uh, uh, like, oh, there's something larger going on in the world that I need to embrace. You know. And, and, you know, I'm going to be more than I was. You know, I, w- I will make an observation uh, sitting on the other side watching you guys uh, develop your characters to a certain degree. You know, you referenced a little while ago that, you know, Roddy being upset with Hatham because he's like, he was supposed to be the good one. Uh, you you know, the chosen one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was that moment. Um, but if you reflect on on, on this side, what I, what I see is that Roddy has always been the good one and everybody else knows it. This isn't about... You know, Roddy sees it as him trying to make the others better, but everybody else sees it as them trying to live up to Roddy. I, he, but he would never have felt that way, though. No, like, he doesn't feel it, but that's the what makes that a great character. There, there's too much history there. Like, Roddy knows the things he's done, mm-hmm. you know? Sharon feels like he needs to be as good as any of the other three. <clears throat> I, uh, you know, I still think back to the point that um, whenever we were playtesting these characters and the character that was Asherian, like, um, I mean, you're the youngest man here, and I look across the table, and I see an old man. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Asherian, you know, you, you, you have, and I, I'm interested to see, you know, so I, I feel that, you know, that, that has been, an, you know, kind of a, an arc of yours as, as you, you've gotten more and more into that character the further you've had a chance to play him. I'm particularly interested to listen to your mysterious backstory I, and its mysterious... I way. love you are the old man of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, because part of it, too, is I'm like, some of my favorite people in this world are my grandfather, mm-hmm. a Vietnam veteran, and um, Randy. I like both of them, and both of them are like that like nice like like old old dude who's like seen some crap but at the same time that doesn't necessarily mean that he's an evil person well i, I draw like four of us will be giggling about titties or something mm-hmm. and i look over and you're just like you know <sighs> you're fucking children you're dead on correct man and, and you don't hear this as much in the podcast but the most mature person at this table is very true yeah like the amount of times I look over, I expect to see him like holding a pipe and being like, "One day you'll mature, <laughs> maybe." No, what's what's funny is like he's like eleven or twelve and was doing. He would get up at like five thirty in the morning, come out in his robe and slippers, and have a cup of coffee and watch the news. Uh, actually, he'd like look it up on his tablet. He'd be looking through the news, and then when we'd finally come dragging our asses out of bed later, he's like, "Have you seen what's happening in the world? God, <laughs> the goddamn Dow's down again. <laughs> I hope you're diversifying your." Por- Portfolio model. <laughs> <laughs> like, and uh, Wu Tang uh, Financial. Like we, we, you know, we, we tell the story to be funny, but like you know, uh, his mother I and I, we were out one night, and we, you know, we sometimes we go out and hang out with friends. We get in the next morning, and he's sitting calmly at the kitchen table, waiting on us to get up. He comes out, and he's like. Can we have a family meeting? <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck is happening? And he's like, Mother, if you're going to come home all hours of the night, could you at least take your heels off before you come to the house? 
I was trying to sleep. <laughs> okay, do not act like... <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, those wooden clackers were not I mean, to, like I, 150 decibels at I'm night. I'm not saying you're <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying the situation's a little backwards from what how those girls usually play. It's usually the parents that are like, okay, son, if you're going to come home all hours of the night. I can't wait for the time where I'm like shit faced somewhere and can't get a ride and I call Gavin. He's like, oh, I'm so disappointed in you, young man. What, what are you going to make something of your life, for God's sakes? You can't keep doing this at all. I learned it from your dad. <laughs> Get inside. Get in the fucking car. You know we're recording tomorrow, you piece of shit. I'm not so much mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like I like what people bring to the, to the table. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a great group. I know we referenced it before, but I'm I'm anxious to see... Uh, the the new crew uh, for for Brad's campaign. Watch them gel. I've already seen a little bit of it already, uh, and kind of come together as a group. Hoping to bring a touch of class to this shit show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope somebody does. I've met your cast. I, no, I don't think it was the right choice. Just like twenty twenty one will disappoint. Class. Just like twenty twenty. Yeah, given, maybe not. To given that who is running that game, I'm, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, that guy. I, uh, you know, the like my favorite moment all year, and you guys didn't get to hear it because you know Brad's done test episodes, so I, I got to listen to those and 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 go through it. And there's literally one the one of the episodes, one of the early ones, where the, his cast, who are listeners of the podcast, uh, start out at the beginning of bitching about me and <laughs> my <laughs> role and the things I do. And by the end of episode, the third test episode they recorded, which they did in one day, by the end of it, they will not stop bitching about Brad and his dice, <laughs> how he doesn't understand CR. And and I'm like, I'm in there just cackling. I'm like, oh, vengeance is mine. I, I have dropped a D20 twice in a row, twice in my life. <laughs> Once was that night, and one was just the Christmas episode we just recorded. Mm-hmm, he almost mm-hmm. TPK'd him with a pair of boars in the wind. Oh, boars. <laughs> I was like, this will be a gimme fight. And they were like, no, the boars of hell. <laughs> like people are dropping like flies and, the, and they're like, what the fuck, Brad? Jeez. This is what it's like to be an NPC. And then like three of them one shot a, a CR5 golem thingy, yep. but like the oh. fucking boars are like, gee, I was like, okay, this might be a tough fight, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned that with my King Kingmaker campaign. You will never know what'll be the thing that'll devastate oh. a party. Like, mm-hmm. freaking... You know the um, uh, bandit group in Kingmaker, like yeah. the first one they fight uh, by Staglord. So you know how they have the outpost outside the castle. Th- that's the first time I killed a player. Was there? Nobody died during the actual Staglord fight when he had the anti paladin backing him up. No, no, no. They wiped oh, the floor with him. That's the- a hard ass fight. Yeah, they wiped the floor with that dude. The outpost. One of them just got triple crit. Just <laughs> <laughs> gone. And you know with the the new math here. Because Pathfinder Second Edition is it's pretty tight. Uh, it's rough to do encounters because you're like, well, they did a little easy on that last one. Let's let's bump this next one up just a little bit, and then suddenly you're like, oh fuck, they're all gonna die. I was, I was scared of four of you at level seven fighting a CR nine, <laughs> and Jesus Christ! <laughs> but see, like like you mentioned, the one thing there was the one <clears throat> thing that just made that change so much. Yeah, a lot of that though. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta love oh that weapon. God. Do you have a name for that thing, by the way? I, it has not been officially titled, no. It, maybe Santa Slayer. <laughs> claws. Uh, I don't know. I, bear, I got nothing. Now it's Bear Claws. Bear. Yeah. Christmas, the, 
The Nightmare for Christmas. I don't know. Night, <laughs> nightmare of Christmas. Yeah, it's something. Better load the coat. Better load the coat, too. <laughs> yeah, we're going to name you Reindeer. <laughs> you know Hitler and Stalin. <laughs> Holy wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Just a minute. <laughs> Well, <laughs> on breaker, on biter. <laughs> hey, well, you know, guys, uh, I definitely want to take one more opportunity to thank you guys uh, for everything you guys have done for the podcast, for uh, you know all the recordings, the the trying to get schedules together, trying to make this work. I, I know you guys have put a ton of effort in. You know that I, I said it before when we were kind of grabbing some food here. Uh, th- this is a dream come true for me. You know, no matter where we are as far as our audience, it doesn't matter because we have had a lot of fun. I see you guys have fun. Uh, you know, I, I get to be around all that, and that's worth more to me than anything else. And I, and I mean that. So, and you guys have helped to get there in, in all your 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 ways. So I, I'm I'm super happy for that. I'm super excited for the things that we have coming up here um, in the future, and uh, you know, so. The adventure as well, guys. And more importantly, if you have listened, if you have told anyone about us, or in any way, shape, or form, you've given an ear to this podcast, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank Absolutely. You from yeah. all of us. Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, happy holidays, everybody. Hope uh, 2021 is a much better year for everybody. I'm not sure how it, it could be worse. Don't say that. Don't, <laughs> don't say that. How, how many times can you roll below? Famous last words. <laughs> yeah. And remember, children, stay on the good side of Santa's list yes. or else. You better watch out. You better fucking watch out. <laughs> oh, you better watch out. I got cold out. in my stocking. Does that mean I was naughty? It means no, you got you'll know. <laughs> you'll know. That's means, a, that means you were good. No, you know what? It's a, the coal's just a warning. Yeah, you get one warning next year. You fucked up big yeah. time, fat man. You yeah, that coal? That means you can keep yourself warm this year. Santa comes back next year and you're naughty. Oh, it's bad. Will I be warm next year? Yeah, because you'll be in hell. <laughs> I've decided to be a little more proactive. Watch, fat man. All right, see you next year, guys.